Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 21 of my podcast, which is called Steps to the Spirit. This is part three of my attempt to explain to you what exactly it is that I experience when I say I am with God and believe in God and I use my Holy Spirit to guide me through my day. Now, this is part three, and I, I whole, <laughs> wholeheartedly expect to be able to finish this little trilogy in three parts. This part may be slightly longer than I'm used to or you're used to. I will try not to make it too long. At the end of part two, uh, if you've listened, I came to the point where I was finally, finally ready to surrender. I was ready to give up trying to run the show myself. I had experienced too much pain in my life, and I kept hearing from 12-step programs, uh, that there was a better way, that I did not have to experience this pain any longer. And I was hearing from my family and friends that I wasn't going to be doing very well with them if I didn't do something about my addictions and my problems. For some people to surrender, I understand that they have really no concept of who God is, or any relationship with God. I was very, very fortunate in that when I was ready to surrender, I pretty much knew inside of me where God was and what was possible and how to be more dependent on God. You see, I've always had faith of some sort, even though I wasn't able to put my trust in that. On the other hand, I always knew from the time I was exposed to the 12-step program that it was the answer. I just wasn't able or willing to surrender yet. My experience in finding God was then, as a result, more of a discovery rather than learning about God. I started to discover those things which were laying dormant in myself for years and years and years, and because of my low self-esteem, I was not able to see myself as someone who might be loved by God or anyone else for that matter. Of course, one of the things I then was willing to do was to take another look at these 12 steps. I also feel like I was at an advantage because my idea of God was never one of a punishing God. It always has been somewhere in the back of my mind a God 
that loves me and that loves everyone. And also, in somewhere in me, there was the idea that God is everyone, that I am connected through God to every single one of you. So I started to take another look at the steps. And again, in the first three steps was the answer to what I had to do right now, what I had to do now that I'd surrendered. What was my next step? And when I looked at the steps again, they almost seemed foreign or new to me. They were saying something to me that I hadn't heard them say before. So I looked at the first three steps, and uh, over the years I've heard them described in a shortened version. And that really worked for me. I can't handle it. God can. I think I'll let him. And basically it was saying uh, a four-word slogan that's been around for years, which says, let go and let God. I guess that's five words, not four. But you get the picture. This is what surrender is really all about to me. It's not the traditional giving up surrender. Okay, you win. No, there's no winning or losing in this surrender. I surrender my ego, basically, in order to follow when I try to discern through my spirit what God wants me to be and to do. When I look at it now, I think, wow, it's not rocket science. It's so simple. But I can't expect you, the listener, if you have limited experience with your spirit, to say, oh yeah, that's it, I get it. It, it doesn't always, sometimes it does work that way. Sometimes, you know, God is God. God can do whatever he wants to us, to you, to me. And sometimes it comes like, wow, that's it. Most of the time, it takes us time. It takes us examining, looking at ourselves, trying to find out exactly where God could be in our lives. It can be a difficult thing to do. But at the same time, it can be the most rewarding adventure or work that you will ever do. Okay, so getting back to the steps, the first three are, again, I can't handle it, God can, I think I'll let him do it. Now, in looking at the wreckage of my past, the next step four, five, six, seven, eight, and nine, six steps, give me a chance to clean up and start with kind of a tabula rasa, a clean slate, so I can live my life in a new way and start feeling like I can live according to what God wants me to be. My personal feeling about this is I didn't need God to say, forgive me. I see myself as 
an actual part of God. I see all of us, all of you that way. And I think all that God expects of me is to answer yes to his constant, constant, constant calling, saying, be with me, I want you, I love you. And I don't believe there's any forgiveness involved as far as on God's side. I do believe that being human and having an ego, which is more problematic usually than anything else, I needed to do this clean house for my sake, for me to feel more like I'm starting on a different path. So in these six steps, I tried to clean house, uh, made an inventory of what I had, my life had been like, talked to somebody, talked to God, talked to myself about what it is I'd like to change about that. Uh, I tried to, I asked God to remove these things from my life. And then I, again, made a list of uh, concerning other people and what I could do to try in the right case or when it's appropriate for uh, keeping their well-being in mind to make things right with them if it was at all possible. At least tell them that I was sorry that I did anything to uh, upset their lives. In this cleaning house, I have a story that I always like to tell and it's my favorite, but uh, and it's about um, an artist, a uh, sculptor, sculpting a horse. And But my wife said, Pat said, I'm getting really tired of listening to that same old story again. So I wondered how I could describe that cleaning in a different way. Then I remembered that here on Plum Island, I always wanted couple of things. I always wanted more trees because I'm more of a lake and tree guy. And I always loved water features. So since we've lived here in over 30 years, I have constructed probably four different kinds of pond and water features, little waterfalls and things like that. And I populated them. This last one was quite large and I populated it with koi and I kind of liken this new experience that I had with God in my spirit to building a new water feature. I I got to clean things out, make it nice, have all of the things that would be best for a pond and uh, got the koi and I kind of liken the koi to my uh, spirit. So the original building of it was really uh, impressive and and kind of the hard part to get everything ready. And I kind of compare that to uh, the Fortsep inventory and talking to somebody and cleaning up that wreckage of the past. But after it was all done and the fish were in there, I realized that, hey, I'm not done yet. In order to keep the fish happy and, in my analogy, my spirit uh, in life, I had to keep cleaning things out. Things would build up. 
as the same as they build up in my life today. So as we get into the steps again in the step number 10, it's continued to take inventory. And I compare that to keeping things clean, keeping my spirit so that I can see it well and I can follow what it would like me to do with my life. I also had to protect the pond, I realized, from predators. We do have a few cats in the neighborhood and there are coyotes and uh, a cat would like nothing better than to have a nice fresh koi meal. So I had to protect against that. And in the analogy, I realized that my main predator for my spirit is my ego. And that's what I have to protect against because my ego always wants to take over the show. My ego always wants to squeeze out my spirit, squeeze out God and say, hey, look, this is better for you now. Never mind that God stuff. So that's something I have to watch out for every day. And we'll see that again in steps 10, 11, and 12. And they are helps in order to avoid the ego pushing itself back into my life. Okay, so enough of the pond allegory. I don't know if that helped your understanding or not. Uh, I tried. All I can say now is that I, I sincerely wish that I could just push a button or say a magic word that would give my listeners the understanding of what God is and what God can do for them and in their lives if they would just turn to him or her. And it just does not seem to work that way. I can say that it's been a constant learning experience. Uh, God is the same. I don't, I don't learn anything that he's changed or anything new, but I am learning all of the time about my response to my spirit. And again, my spirit, my Holy Spirit, is the same to me as God. I no longer go to any 12-step meetings. I may, in fact, start again, but I have discovered that I am constantly what they call working these steps. I no longer say, okay, I got to work on step eight or step nine or step 11. But I find when I look at my life, my life is run according to this 12-step program. It is so important. And I, again, I think it is provided to us by God in some way or another. I can also tell you that as a result of putting God first in my life, I have no fear. Does that mean if I run out in the street and the car almost hits me, I don't get afraid? No. Does it mean if somebody comes at me with a knife, I don't get afraid? No, it doesn't mean that. But it means that overall, I feel comfortable that my life is being run, being conducted as much as I can according to what my spirit would like me to do. Of course, it's never quite enough. I always realize that there is more that my spirit wants me to do, a lot more sometimes, but I'm trying. 
but I feel that it's like the insurance company, that umbrella of protection provided by God. So for somebody who had zero, pretty close to zero self-esteem, and let me tell you, at one point I committed, I considered suicide. I I could never have done that because there was a basic um, uh, understanding of God and a basic sense that uh, that would be the final insult. But to go from that to someone who really I can't be hurt by anything as far as ideas or words or anti-spiritual things or anything like that. And now... I feel like I'm living a lot of my life according to what the 12th step says. And I'm trying to share with others this wonderful feeling that I've got as a result of doing these 12 steps. Not that I've done them by any means, but doing them. And I I still have more work to do, a lot more work. I have to go clean that pond out every day. Sorry to bring that up again, but it's working. I have not thought of my addiction in years. I believe that God has removed that from me. And I feel like every day I'm trying to put one spiritual foot in front of the other and live my life and share the good news with you. Thank you very much for listening. Sorry we're a little bit long on this one. And uh, the next episode will start back on step number 10. Uh, Thank you again and goodbye.